are ready to receive Christmas gifts? Anybody? Just a couple of you, right? And, and why wouldn't you be, right? It's Christmas. All right, who wants to share with me and, and tell me what you want, to, want for Christmas? Anybody? Huh? Jake, come on, stand up here so everybody can see you. Tell me your name. Turn around. Look at all these amazing people. Tell me your name. My name's Jacob, and I would like a, um, another video game for Christmas. Video games? Absolutely. Why wouldn't we? Video games are awesome. Come on, stand up. Let's hear what you got. Tell us your name, and what do you want for Christmas? Absolutely. Mom, dad, come on. We need that. Uh, stand up right here. I'm going to do two more. We, we need a couple girls, too. I'm sorry. Here we go. Tell us your My name. My name's Jonathan, and I want a dirt bike for Christmas. A dirt bike. Wow, you guys are just going big. Come on, stand up here. That's a really pretty dress you have on. That's awesome. Really sparkly. Tell us your name. Quinn. Quinn, and what would you like for Christmas? Um, a new Lego set. A new Lego set. That sounds awesome. Who else wants Lego sets? Yes, I would love a Lego set. Come on, stand up right here. Tell us your name. Reagan. Reagan, and what do you want for Christmas? An American Girl doll. An American Girl doll. That sounds amazing. Those are all really great things. Guys, we could be here all night, right, if I let everybody uh, share. And so we're going we're gonna to stop for a second, right, so that we can do that. I need it for one more thing. So I'm going to just set that right there. Awesome. So let's do this tonight. Let's kind of go on a trip together, okay? Let's pretend like we're walking in the woods, all right? And as we're walking in the woods, we come upon this ball, right? And this ball is just sitting in the woods, just like right there, right? Hopefully it stays. Of course it's not going to stay, right? And we just come walking on this ball. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think somebody put that ball there or did, or did that ball just grow there? Somebody put it there, right? Because balls don't just grow in the woods, right? So somebody probably put that ball there. Now, let me ask you this. Do you guys know that we are sitting on a giant ball right now? Yeah? You know that? What's that ball called? It's called the earth. That's right. So this is the earth, right? Kind of. This is an example of the earth. We are, we are like sitting like right there, right? Pretty cool. Now, let me ask you this. Do you guys know how fast we are spinning right now? We're spinning about a thousand miles an hour. Can you believe that? Your parents drive here that fast tonight? No, probably, hopefully not, right? Hopefully not. Yeah, I got some, okay. You talk to your dad about that, okay? So this ball, this earth that we're sp sitting on is spinning at a thousand miles an hour about. You know what else we're doing? We are going orbiting around a giant ball of fire. What's that giant ball of fire called? It's called the sun, right? And the sun, as we're going around the sun, you know how fast we're going around the sun? About 67,000 miles an hour. That is super fast. Now, let me ask you, how many of y'all feel that right now? You feel that, right? It's amazing, right? We don't feel that. But you know, I go to camp some, some summers and, and I spin around a bat and I fall over immediately, right? You feel the spin when you spin around a bat, but we can't feel any of this. Now, guess what? Some people believe that this, the earth that we're sitting on right now, just, just showed up, right? Kind of like that ball in the woods, right? No, but somebody placed it here. Who, who created the earth? Go ahead, answer it. God did, right? Genesis 1.1 tells us that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? But God not only created the heavens and the earth, he also created what? You and me. Right? He created everything. 
Now, what I love about thinking about God's creation is thinking about all the fun things that he created. What are some of the fun things he created? I think one of them is like laughter, right? Do you guys like laughing, right? Anybody like, like go ahead and laugh right now. <laughs> yeah, that's super fun, right? Laughter is super fun. Any of you guys have like crazy aunt who snorts when she laughs, right? It's kind of, <laughs> right? That's kind of funny, right? And think about this. What are some of the other things that God has done? He's created an opportunity for us to eat, right? You put food in your mouth. Think about that. And you get to chew it and you get to eat it and you get to taste it. It's really amazing. So you put chocolate in your mouth. You're like, mm, that's so good, right? And so delicious. God created all those amazing things. And see, here's the thing is God created this earth and he put us on it, on it and he created us and we're made in his image, right? And he had this perfect design, but something messed up that design, Something messed that design up. And that something was called sin. Let me ask you something. Who has gotten in trouble at home? Okay, yeah. Man, you guys are naughty, right? You guys are naughty. Who wants to share a time that you got in trouble? Okay, we'll choose some new. Okay, come here. Stand up. All right, I know this one. Tell, uh, don't tell us your name. That's self-incriminating. But uh, what, how did you get in trouble? Just think of the good one, right? Yeah. Think about it. Hurry. Whenever I got sent to my room because my brother made him wrestling, so my dad sent us to our Oh, you're just wrestling with each other when you weren't yeah. supposed to be wrestling? And the consequence was you got sent to your room, right? Man, that's trouble. That's terrible. Oh, it's pointing at the guilty guy, right? Stand up here. Come on, tell us. What, tell us the time when you got in trouble. A long time ago, like I was really young, but yeah. I put on my mom's makeup. Whoa, and you weren't supposed to do that? Well, I was like three, but yeah. You were like three. Was yeah. it the really good makeup or just kind of the play makeup? I don't it was know. probably really good makeup, yeah. right? What, uh, what was the consequence for that? I don't know. You don't remember? I don't remember. Don't remember? Okay. All right, who else? Let's see, come right up here. One last one. Oh, yeah, be careful. You look lovely tonight. Um, Tell us. My friend tricked me into going to, and we were at, like, a gym area. Yeah. And she tricked me into going into the employees-only room. Oh, my gosh. So you got in trouble for doing that? Yes. Yeah? What was the consequence? I had to have a talk with my parents. You had to have a sit-down talk with your parents. That's awful, right? Those are some pretty serious consequences, right? So check this out. God created this perfect earth for us to live on. But we did something. We sinned, right? And Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So that means all. All meaning I've sinned. Your parents have sinned. Your aunts and uncles and grandma and grandparents. They've all sinned and we all fall short of the glory of God. And there's a, there's a price that we have to pay for sin. And so if you go to Romans 6.23, it says, For the wages of sin is death. Wow. Right, so you guys just kind of got in trouble. You maybe got sent to your room or you got your toy taken away from you, right? But our sin against God is death, which means separation, right? Which means we don't get to be in the presence of God any longer, right? So now we live in this world that's broken, right? We live in this world that's hurting, right? And we try to fix all that hurt and all that pain on our own by being really good or by getting good jobs and all those types of things. Right? Hold on one second, I'll answer your question. All right? And so God has, has caused this separation with us, right? Because of our sin. Now, check this out. 
He didn't leave it there. So if you finish that verse, Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, says, but the gift of God, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. See, Christmas is all about Jesus coming down to earth and it being a gift for us to receive, right? Jesus paid for our sin. So all those bad things that we've done, God looked at Jesus and says, I'm going to punish him for those bad things. I don't want to punish my people, my creation for those bad things. And so we have to do something about that. We have to receive that gift. But here's the thing about Christmas time. How many of you guys like experiments, right? Where you pour like liquids into the other and they blow up or something like that. Really cool. I wish I had something like that for you tonight. I don't. But what I have, now I know it's kind of lame. All right. Here we go. There was a social experiment that happened several years ago in Washington, D.C. And it was with a guy by the name of Joshua Bell. And Joshua Bell was a great musician and he played the violin. He was a master violinist, right? And the night before this experiment took place, he played a concert at uh, the Kennedy Center, which is a really nice place to play at. And they sold tickets to this concert. And it cost like $200 a ticket to go listen to this guy play his violin. Right, So he was at that concert that night. The next morning, he woke up and he went to the subway in Washington, D.C. And where thousands of people travel through that subway system. And he opened up his violin case and he took out a 1713 Stradivarius uh, violin, which is like worth $3.8 million. And he started to play it. And thousands of people walked by. Thousands of people heard the music but only seven people stopped to listen. And that's what can happen around Christmas time. See, we can get so caught up in all the excitement and the presence of Christmas, and we can get excited about the family that comes and joins us here at Christmas Eve services, and we completely miss on the purpose and the point of Christmas, which is Jesus Christ coming for us, right, as a baby. And so we don't want to miss that tonight. Right? We don't want to miss that free gift. Now, here's the thing about a gift. I've got one in my pocket. Tonight, everybody, every family in this room will receive an ornament. All right? And this ornament is just an, a little object to help us re- remind ourselves about this Christmas Eve service and this time together celebrating Jesus together. But the thing about a gift is I can offer this gift to everyone. But you must do what? You must take it, right? You must receive it. You want to receive this gift? Look at that. It's his gift. It was free, right, from me. And that's what we must do with Jesus Christ. See, God says, I give you my son. I give him to you for free. And so we must receive Christ into our life. And so I want to give us all that opportunity tonight. All of us sitting in this room. We have the opportunity to hear the message of Christ. And we can hear that message and continue on and walk out these doors and go on like any other day. Or we can stop and listen. And we can receive the message of Christ, the message of salvation, the message of hope and peace and love and joy. And so let us not miss out on that tonight. So the way we do that is simply by praying. Praying is bowing your head and thinking upon Christ, thinking upon God and talking with him. 
So I invite all of us to do that tonight. Can you guys pray? I know you guys know how to do that, right? I think Kevin says, you know, put your hands together and bow your head, right? Right? So let's do that tonight, all of us. Everybody in this room, we're going to pray. Father, we are grateful for tonight. We are grateful for the opportunity to come together and to worship your son, Jesus, who we celebrate tonight on Christmas Eve, his coming to this earth as a child. So he's available to all of us. He didn't come as a king on a throne who only a few were allowed to see. No, he came as a baby so that all of us can receive him. And tonight, if you're in this room and you feel like, man, there's, there's hope in this world is, is gone. My life is in shambles. We have the opportunity to look to hope, to look to peace, to look to joy, to look to love who is Jesus Christ. And you can receive him tonight by simply asking God. And you do that by this, by praying something like this. Father, I thank you for your son, Jesus. And tonight I invite him into my life. Father, forgive me of my sins. Help me to turn away from my sinful life and follow you. Father, I thank you that you've sent your son, Jesus, to die for me. I put my life in your hands and I follow you the rest of my life that you give me here on earth. It's all for your glory and your glory alone. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. So if you prayed that prayer or something similar to it, I trust that the Lord has come into your life and that you have in sincerity prayed and asked him to be a part of your life and that you have turned your life over to him. And I trust then in one day that we together will be in eternity worshiping and praising our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. And that goes the same for you guys as well, right? This exact same thing for you guys as well. Now, this is the most important thing, is if you guys prayed that prayer and you surrendered your life to Jesus, right, you guys and all of us in this room, the next step is to go and tell somebody. Let somebody know. Don't pass up on the opportunity to share the light of Christ with somebody next to you. Pastor Derek's going to come up at the end of our service, and he's going to share with you another way to let us know if you've made that decision and then allow us as a church to help you grow in the knowledge of your faith and grow in the understanding of this decision that you've made to follow Jesus. And so we want to make sure that we give you that opportunity. But right now, kids, I don't want you to miss out on this next thing because this is really fun and really cool to watch. So what I want you guys to do is to stand up and point to your parents. All right, point to them. All right, before we move off, I want you guys to say Merry Christmas. Ready? One, two, three. Merry Christmas. You guys were amazing. Go ahead and go find your parents and go sit back down. You guys were amazing. You can hold on to that. You keep that. So, and here's the thing that I don't want any of us to miss. And that is this, Jesus came down from heaven to earth and he lived a sinless life for us, to be a perfect sacrifice for us. 
And while he was on the earth, he called himself the light of the world. And this white candle represents Christ as the light of the world. And this is what's so fun about tonight. It's not that I get to hold a cool candle, right? But it's to watch. It's to watch what happens when we share the light of Christ with the people around us. Because the room that we're in is not that bright. But when you light 500 candles, the darkness seems to flee. And that is what's happening when the light of Christ comes into our life. So let us tonight be reminded of the light of Christ that came into the world, that we've invited into our hearts, and that we now go and share with the rest of the world. Pastor John.